Well, a very good day to you, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Entering Stage Right. I'm DePaul Thomas, actor and playwright, podcasting from the heartland of America, right here in Indianapolis, Indiana. And joining me all the way from the left coast, but always entering stage right, is my wonderful co-host, the actor, director of some of the biggest hits in TV history, Philip Charles McKenzie. And a, a very good day to you, Philip. How is everything going out in Los Angeles? Los Angeles is, uh, we're getting a little rain. The beginning of the rainy season began this week. Had some rain last night and the other day, uh, which is uh, slightly early for to begin. Yeah. But uh, you know us in rain. Uh, uh, you can you don't you don't want it pouring as it did uh, last year, but you, you want yeah. something. We you know so we can uh, avoid having half the state burned down. Yeah. Uh, you know I, I noticed something the other day. I, I, I something happened on my Gus's in my walk, um, mm-hmm. and and I and I thought this was this has to be a one off. Um, we're walking in dead dead silence, dead quiet outside, and then I hear a bird chirping. You know, it's like it woke up. Mm-hmm. I said, oh, look at that. The bird, you know, what, somebody's waking up. Mm-hmm. Literally five seconds later, in some other tree, some other bird starts cheeping or t- tweeting or whatever it is. Yeah. And then they start tweet, going tweet. around. And I, and I start realizing, do, do they assign a particular bird... <laughs> <laughs> you're the one who you're the alarm clock it's it's amazing that one gets up and the others go oh geez we gotta get up too <laughs> and, and, and 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 you know like i said i listened a few you know for a few days to make sure that you know that i wasn't totally insane and there is a a particular pattern that whoever whoever uh cheeps first uh you know the other birds follow so i thought that was uh I thought that was quite lovely, and uh, again, uh, the the world of nature just never ceases to amaze me. Well, it does, and I I don't mean to bring a downer in it, but uh, the only reason I'm mentioning it is uh, early on the news here this morning, there was a news clip as I was making my morning coffee and watching the little TV there in the kitchen, and apparently there's some kind of a a bug going around, uh, and it's uh, a call, it's it's reflective in a cough. It is affecting dogs. They are uh, telling people over Thanksgiving not to, and the states they mentioned were about a dozen of them, including Indiana and California, where you have to be especially careful now because this bug apparently is almost like a pandemic. They come down with a serious cough and it can have all these implications. And of course, the uh, commentator ended up by saying it may give the government a chance to mask our dogs. You know, <laughs> I, I wouldn't put that past them. I wouldn't put that past them. You know, one good thing about Gus is because he's 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 old and infirm. Yeah, he yeah. I he never comes. In, I make sure he never comes in contact with with other dogs. You know, right. folks coming down the street with their dogs. The thing they always say: Is he friendly or she's friendly? And I, and I and I and I say in the nicest possible way: I don't care. I said he's old and infirm. So why don't you just keep walking? You are so. Bad. Oh no! I mean, I'm very polite when I do it. But, oh, I uh, know you are. Yes. 
but, in, but inside, and, and, inside is, oh my, your dog is friendly. Well, and, I'm thrilled. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, then, and then in the meantime, Gus is with an arched eyebrow going, been there, done that. I've yeah, seen them all. <laughs> that's right. You know, the first seven years of his life, he was in, I think I might have mentioned this, we would go to the uh, dog park every day, and he was, you know, with, with the other dogs, he had his, he had his pack, you know, his crew. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. Uh, so he, he has had many, many wonderful years <laughs> yeah. interacting with other dogs. Speaking I, uh, of speaking of dogs, yes. uh, Ga- Gavin Newsom. What a oh, surprise. wait, did I did I say them in, in the same breath? Um, what a segue here. Th- this 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 guy this guy is beyond uh, uh, amazing. Yeah. Uh, you know, this is a, a California. I actually have two California things today. Please that, go. I, I didn't tell you the second one. Well, as most people know, there was this big international. Uh, gathering in San Francisco uh, yes. uh, this past week with leaders from uh, foreign countries coming in. I don't even know. Oh, oh, I know. It was the Asia Pacific Economic Cooperation Forum. Exactly. So, you know, people, all heads of state, including uh, Xi Jinping, uh, yes. Xi Jinping and people from, you know, the, uh, the Canadian moron was there and, you know, Australia. They all, everybody comes. Well, just a few days before, guess what Gavin Newsom did? I know he's the governor, but he, in 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 concert with the uh, with the mayor, uh, London Breed, guess what they did with the homeless people? They got rid of them. Yeah. They snatched them all up and got rid of them and cleaned the streets and got rid of the dirty needles, the feces, the trash, the filthy tents, not to mention the drug dealers, the, the, the lunatics and everything. They got rid of them. Poof, they just disappeared because of some big deals were coming into the city. And this is literally what Gavin Newsom said. This is what he said. Someone asked him, uh, Someone from the press said he's, and you know, or, you know, all of a sudden you're magically cleaning up the homeless problem where you haven't touched it in years. You know, he right, and London right. Breed, but you know, he's the governor, so he's the spokesman. Yeah. He says, and he, this is a quote. I know folks say, oh, they're just cleaning up this place because of all these fancy leaders are coming into town. Well, that's true because it's <laughs> because it's true. That's what he said. I know. I, I heard it. I and, heard it. And and then he added to make it to make himself appear even more moronic, if if he can actually do that. This is the this is the 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 comparison he made. He said, you know, if someone's coming over to dinner, you clean up the house. Yeah. But he literally said that about. So. Yeah. So here is a situation in a leftist-controlled city where, where they haven't, you know, they talk about it, oh, about housing people, the unhoused and all this, and they don't give a damn about them until it, 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 it gets in their way for something else. And then all of a sudden, boom, all the homeless people were gone. Now, I am keeping it very close. Eye on uh, how soon uh, they will be back. My, my bet is uh, by Thanksgiving Day, uh, which is this coming uh, week, uh, that that they'll be straggling back, uh, you know, to uh, to um, to their regular place. And 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 London Breed and uh, uh, Gavin Newsom won't give a damn uh, uh, again. So that's yeah. that, that's the beginning. Now I, I came across something this morning, and I mm. quickly want to add it. 
You know how the left uh, is always talking about the separation between church and state. We, you know, and especially with Christians, you know, uh, you know, what was the, the, the new speaker of the house? He, he knelt down to pray a few weeks back or when he got and the left goes apoplectic. Well, look at this. The Washington Free Beacon reported that the California governor has provided funding to mosques that preach anti-Semitism, as well as Islamic advocacy groups with alleged ties to Hamas. Okay. Mm. In mm. January 2022, Newsom's office released $47.5 million. This is us with a $32 billion deficit, the state, mm -hmm. to mm -hmm. provide, listen to this, quote, physical security enhancements to nonprofit organizations that are at high risk for violent attacks and hate crimes due to ideology, beliefs, or mission. Now, how many mosques and, and, and uh, Muslims are attacked in this country? You know, the, most, the, the, the people who are attacked in this country the most are Christians and Jews. The Jews, period, uh, are at the uh, top uh, of the list. You bet. And of that $47.5 million, $40 million of it has gone to mosques whose leaders cheer for the annihilation of Jews in Israel, according mm -hmm. to this report of the Washington Free Beacon. Um, they go on to mention very specific ones that the imams are, you know, talk... Uh, talking, uh, you know, uh, loving the fact of rockets from Hamas or Hezbollah, you know, literally speaking from wherever the pulpit or whatever they call yes, it in, in, yes, in a mosque, yes. but, but cheering on, cheering on the death of Jews. And this is what we and our tax money are given, giving to uh, um, um, uh, mosques. By the way, a religious organization. But God forbid, you wouldn't. You would never do that. You would never give a dime to a Christian church that was that or, or a synagogue that was under threat. Mm -hmm. This is so. Mm -hmm. This again is 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 uh, the lovely state I live in. <laughs> Yes, and it, it's uh, pretty took wild, them, isn't it? it? It it is. It is. I mean, when you hear it, it's like, is this true? And the answer is yes, it is true. That money, and I I remember seeing it, uh, at least uh, a portion of it, and when it was allocated, and I'm thinking, hmm, well, that that seems to be a violation of uh, other standards, and uh, and of course, again, it took your state uh, a fair amount of time to arrest the murder of Paul Kessler. So uh, we're happy yeah, to see. Yeah, well, that. Paul Kessler, the poor man, and this is this is. I'm glad you brought that up. Uh, this was a man uh, in Thousand Oaks, a suburb of Los Angeles, yes. who was uh, carrying a sign and uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, carrying a sign in support of Israel and and a. Uh, a, um, a professor from Ventura Community College or something. Yes, that's uh, what it was. Come, comes across the street, uh, whacks him in the head with a bullhorn. Yeah. Mr. Kessler hits the hits hits the pavement, um, mm. and he and he died. Now they finally uh, uh, have arrested this fellow, and at this point, it's involuntary manslaughter. But listen to this. Can you imagine? This, listen to this, though. Yeah. This is what the Associated Press said. This is what they said: Man dies after falling and hitting his head. 
Unbelievable. Death of a protester. That's what it was. And by the way, they made him a protester. And just think of those words. He's a protester. You know, when you have all the... All the all, all the all the, uh, it, uh, the Palestinian uh, supporters—they're not protesting. They're out doing whatever they do. They use a different word, but this is what the AP said: a death of a protester who fell and hit his yeah, head. Yeah, yeah. Failing to mention that he, by a, a militant uh, Muslim pro-Palestinian, smashed him in the head yeah. with a bullhorn. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, we're we're grateful the man is uh, under arrest. Philip, it has been quite a week, quite a week, just uh, in the way of recapping a couple of things, you know, uh, uh, hard to believe, but Osama bin Laden reared his ugly head on TikTok and spewed forth some more poison, which thousands, and I don't know, I just woke up this morning hearing one woman going, oh, his words just confirmed to me uh, what America really was in terms of its uh, colonization and in terms of its uh, uh, this and that. And I, I, I just thought the, the old word knucklehead, knucklehead. I love that word, and it is absolutely apropos in this instance. I mean, they're everywhere. Now, fortunately, thank God, we had the uh, peaceful, peaceful demonstration in Washington, D.C. of 300,000 or so who support Israel. And I, I, I mean, what a contrast, Philip, to the, to the violent anti-Israel, anti-Semitic protest on our university campuses and in our public squares all over the nation, which climaxed, as you well know, this week with a couple of hundred other knuckleheads attacking, shutting down the entrances and the exits to the Democratic National Committee headquarters, endangering congressional lives, I think injuring six police officers, and all of this going on while MIT, prestigious MIT, comes up with its flim-flam reason for not expelling anti-Semitic students on MIT's campus. Lead us into this, Philip, or comment on anything I've just mentioned. Uh, I, I, I will lead us in in a second, but I want, I want to comment on uh, yeah. what, you, what you said. You know, there was uh, people who came through the turnstiles, it was 290,000 uh, Jews and Jewish uh, and supporters of Israel, wow. uh, non-Jewish as well. Yeah. But, yeah. But, but, you know, the event, uh, it, it, uh, it really, uh, th- by the way, that comes down to one in 10 Jews in this country attended that. Yeah. One in 10. How fantastic was that? Yes, but guess yeah, what? It yeah. never existed because we've talked about this before in the media. Oh, yeah. If it's not covered, it never happened. Uh, I, I remember the first thing I'd go out and get the um, New York Times, and there was a picture. Uh, I, I wanted to see how they covered it. Yeah. They, there was a picture on the front page of the Capitol Dome. With mm-hmm. a few heads at the bottom of the frame mm. and one little Israeli flag, no headline. All it said was uh, protesters, uh, uh, you know, came to, to the Capitol or something. Yeah. Turned to page A21. No kidding. A21. So you, ha- it's buried. And, yeah. And, yeah. And, and then when they, then when I turned to the page, it called them protesters, Jewish protesters, you know. And the Washington Post was even worse. The Washington Post, it showed up in their metro section, not even the front section. Mm-hmm. So the mm-hmm. metro section, so 200 and 
90,000 Jews and, Jew and supporters of Israel, it didn't exist. And all they were was a bunch of protesters. It's just, it's just remarkable. Uh, you, you bet. Th- when you think about it, uh, of course, the New York Times is just sustaining their uh, providence and great track record uh, leading us up to World War II where they uh, essentially so often denied the horrors that were going on and had... Uh... <laughs> yes, yes, they, one, of their, one of their great reporters, he said sarcastically, a, a fellow named Walter Durante was, uh, was a total Hitler acolyte, and he was the New York Times' main guy covering, yeah. covering the war. Yeah. So, and by the way, you know, what's interesting is the Salzberger family, who has owned... Uh, generationally has owned the New York Times. They're yes. Jews. They're Jews. I know. I know. And and yeah. so anyway, but that yeah. was my comment on 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 this wonderful well. gathering this past week uh, that that uh, that never happened according to uh, well and, 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 and major, and, major newspapers and it did happen and I'm sure it must have made last week's guest Leo Leibovitz uh, smile uh, 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 generously because I was I was thrilled to see the response and. Uh, again, peace-loving people. Folks, you want the war between Hamas and Israel to end? You want the permanent ceasefire? Hamas, all you've got to do is one thing. Put your weapons down. Put your weapons down. You will meet peace-loving people on the other side. As they were saying, the ceasefire was uh, ended on uh, uh, October 6th. Exactly. Because there was a ceasefire. Now, moving moving on to thank you for introducing the uh, there 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 is some uh, colleges and universities are, are are doing. I mentioned last week when we talked with uh, Leal on the show yes. how um, how uh, cowardly uh, uh, heads of uh, universities and colleges yep. are, yep. Uh, and and, and, um, and a prime example of this this week with MIT. Uh, this past week took considerable backlash over a statement explaining why more actions hadn't been taken against students who not only promoted anti-Semitic and even genocidal slogans while participating in pro-Palestinian demonstrations on Mm. campus, they also were physically preventing Jewish students from attending classes mm-hmm. and refused to disperse when ordered to do so by university officials. Mm-hmm. Now, normally you would assume that the students engaged in such barbaric conduct would be expelled, yet MIT has treated anti-Semites with kid gloves. Mm-hmm. Now, why would that possibly be? There's a, 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 a um, uh, someone wrote on uh, on uh, uh, X or uh, Twitter yes. uh, shared the statement that uh, noting that the school had apparently refrained from taking action because they were con- concerned that foreign students who make up nearly a third of MIT student body mm-hmm. could have their visas revoked. Okay, so what? And he said, I can't think of a better example of the qui- saying the quiet part out loud than admitting that they won't expel anti-Semitic students because they will lose their student visas and be deported. But there's another. Let's take it a step further. Mm. 
These people pay full tuition. They bring money into the university. And, uh, and you know, along with the, when we talked with Leah last week about Qatar and all these places who've been pouring money into these billions, the, billions the, the of billions dollars. Billions into these, uh, these, yes. these schools. And by yes. the way, I, I, I came across something the other way, the other day. You know, all of these universities, uh, especially the Ivies with 40, 50, 80 billion dollars in. Yes. In, endow- in endowments. Do you know that's tax-free? Sure. They don't pay taxes on that. Right. But, boy, you don't want to upset these foreign students because you don't want to lose, you don't want to, you don't want to lose the money. And, 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 and he, this goes back to what I was saying last week about the mealy-mouthed uh, response from, uh, from heads of universities. Uh, the president of MIT, one Sally Kornbluth, had delivered, you know, you know, you would think, you know, you do this and you're gone. No, 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 right. no, no, no. She delivered, no, she, she, she tells us with evident pride that she and her team were in dialogue with these pro-genocidal uh, thugs all day. She wanted to sit and have a, you know, that's my favorite word, to have a dialogue, you know, and, and so what it comes down to, and it's the same with the woman, um, I forget her name offhand, who's the, uh, the president of, of, of Harvard. They're big, they, they, they put out these enormous statements that is just double talk and, you know, showing faux concern, but you know, in the end, as any college president their job is to get money so what are they yes, going to do they're going to yes. bite the hand that feeds them yeah so yeah. there's in one positive thing that has come out of this please uh, not out of the mit thing but that yeah. is i don't know if you saw this that that uh, that the jews uh, jewish uh, uh, there's a, a group of jewish students that uh, are suing nyu i did see that and yep. they're suing them because they are refusing to enforce a, a, a legal anti-discrimination policy right. uh, by, by, by uh, you know, by allowing this to go on. And so they're not just complaining. They are using, I, I don't have the actual, um, the, the actual uh, uh, law in, in front of me, but it right, is right, based right. on an anti-discrimination <clears throat> uh, policy. And the Jews, a, a huge Jewish group in New York, are, are, are suing NYU because they yeah, are, yeah, they are yeah. not enforcing it. So, so there is some pushback there. And, uh, well, and thank, thank God there is. And uh, there's going to be more because, again, the behavior uh, is mercenary. That's what it's really all about, as you say. Thirty percent right. uh, of MIT students come from foreign countries. Millions of dollars flow into their coffers, and it doesn't matter that they're violating school policy. Well, we certainly don't want them to lose their visas. I'd like to have a dialogue on that and suggest that it would be a good thing if this is their modus operandi on your campus that they do lose their visas and that they do go home where they'll be just happy, and that's why I was delighted to see science fiction author Carl Gallagher, an MIT graduate and fairly well-known in those sci-fi circles. He wrote, I am ashamed of my alma mater, MIT, should expel these students who blocked other students from getting their educations. If that results in revoked visas, good. They can find a school in their home country. End well, of quote. It's great. I, it's great. I, I wasn't aware of that. You know, when you think about it, if you, if you have a visa, for whatever the reason, you yeah. are a guest 
in this country. Absolutely. You don't automatically belong here. You are a guest. And, and, and let's say a guest came to dinner at my house and he or she behaved badly. I have the right, as well as a country has a right, to say, you're leaving now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. You know, and, yeah. and so, yeah. so yeah. But, but all of a sudden it gets locked in that, oh my goodness, you know, from the left, you can't throw these people out. Why the hell not? Yeah. They're not. They're not here. You know, a visa is le- a legal thing, but it is temporary. And as I said, you are, are a guest. So, uh, so uh, MIT. Yeah. This will. This will. Uh, th- th- this whole university thing that we've been uh, talking about and keep, continues to unfold, whether it's NYU, Harvard, or MIT. And uh, we got some good news at the end of the show, though. So. Well, yes, but uh, the knuckleheads abound everywhere you look, and I'm uh, going to bring it right back here in way of my PS to Indianapolis, Indiana, and uh, I'm sure you heard about it, and many of our listeners did as well. Uh, Ruba Al Almagtha, I think is how you pronounce her last name, Almagtha, 34. She violently backed her car into a building, by the way, about three miles from where I sit right now, that had a sign containing the Star of David on the front door. Uh, Almagtha, Ruba, was arrested on a preliminary charge of criminal recklessness. Ha, ha, ha. Then, knucklehead that she is, she told officers that she had been watching news coverage of the Israel-Hamas war and couldn't breathe anymore, which led her to plan an attack on the building, telling the Indianapolis Metropolitan Police Department, yes, I did it on purpose, referencing her people back in Palestine. Of course, Philip, here's the uh, denouement. Here's where Ruba truly elevates herself to a, to a real knucklehead status. To the, to, to the high status of high knucklehead. <laughs> yeah, high knucklehead. <laughs> Seriously. Oh, dear Lord, we have to laugh because it makes you weep otherwise. But That's Ruba right. El Magatha uh, assumed that the Hebrew Israelite symbol posted out front, meant the structure was an Israeli school. However, the building is used by the Israelite School of Universal and Practical Knowledge, which is a sect of the black Hebrew Israelites, a virulent anti-Semitic group of African-Americans who believe they are the true descendants of Israel. And their symbol on the door, by the way, has added two cross swords interlocked with two stars of David. So knucklehead Ruba needs to get her flag straight. That's all I can say. But you know, it, it, it oh. makes me. It makes it makes me think that the 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 lack of thought, the 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 non thinking quality of all this, and this just reactionary nonsense. It, 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 what, what's been going on since October seventh has been insane. It's been insane, and and, and yes. it's, but it has not been insane on the Israeli and Jewish side, because these folks know Jews and Israelis with the history of the of Judaism and where uh, the the these folks have stood in the world, being kicked out of one country uh, after another for, oh, for you know for thousands yes, of years. Yes, yes. The you know. The, Jews don't act rashly, you know. Israelis don't act rashly, and and you know, and and whereas whereas all of these, whether it's whether it's in London, which we'll get to in a second, which London, I don't know what the hell is happening to the UK. They they are losing control over there. 
but and and the, the college campuses here. What you you just re, uh, referenced it, the the attack on the DNC the other day of people smashing indoors, just going insane. Oh. They are not thinking, and that also goes back to praising the Osama bin Laden letter that he wrote. Mm. A man who 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 was b behind killing three thousand Americans, and he's okay now. Dedicated to the destruction of America. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. And, and 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 you know what? I watch these. Yeah. I watch some of these knuckleheads uh, on on um, on video, and you see them talking from really nice apartments and nice houses, and you know it's that. It's oh that, yes. What they used to refer to it uh, back in the back in the sixties and seventies, the limousine liberals. Remember those? Yeah. Um, yeah. Back in back in New York, you know that that anybody, you know, if you're living in Europe, you know your Park Avenue uh, co-op that's yeah. um, that's twelve million dollars. You can stand there or sit there and afford to and, 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 uh, bash the country that has yeah. given you, you everything. 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 And, and, and Philip, when you talk about that uh, restraint on one hand, when we talk about Israel's and the madness we're seeing, whether it was the attack on the DNC and the contrast, the star contrast it is to 300,000 people gathering in support of, peacefully. Is of Israel peacefully, yeah. you, you see, the, 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 the reason is, is the one is motivated by hatred. Hatred of the Jew, hatred of Israel, hatred of America and many of its core principles. They want to see it completely xed off the face yeah. of the earth. You, um, you know, it's interesting. It's interesting. You, you, not only hatred, but you and I had a private conversation. You used the word envy yes. uh, in our private conversation. I came across... Uh, an article in uh, my favorite uh, website, American Thinker, just today. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, you know, by a woman named Patricia J. And why the support of Hamas? And um, she she talks about that the, the Germans had a word for it: Leidens Leidensneid, which is or envy of suffering. And when you think about that, you know, uh, after after World War II, the radicals that 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 arose in the fifties and sixties came from the defeated countries, didn't they? Germany, France, uh, 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 Russia, uh, and, and Italy. You know, a lot of you super leftists, and it's it, an envy of suffering, and that's what's getting getting me. I'm not being as articulate as, as I'd like to be, but but we're talking about these people who read this read this um you know bin laden thing and 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 not caring that babies were burned alive in ovens in israel it's they they somehow throw themselves into the suffering of 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 in this instance the palestinians 76 percent of whom support Hamas, okay, you know, so, right. so, but, 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 all of a sudden, you, it, it goes to the bleeding heart. My heart bleeds for you, whether, you, whether your cause is righteous or not. Yeah, and no, if anybody no. has a righteous cause here, it's the, it's the Israelis and Jews. And no. but no, but, but again, they're colonialists. And you know that that whole thing we've talked about ad nauseum. Yep, yep, yep. Well, uh, bring us. Uh, you mentioned London, so take us over there because uh, it, yeah. it really was quite a uh, 
Oh, quite a week for them in terms of uh, transitions that nobody saw coming. Good grief. Not, yeah, well, and, 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 and th that, that, the city is falling apart. The police aren't doing anything. The police are, are, are it, it's, it's staggering what's going on. But if our listeners remember, not more than a few weeks ago, one of my hero or heroine was um, the British Home Secretary, Suella Braverman, right. uh, who, who basically told people, what it was uh, you know the only she was the only political leader to openly call out the failures of multiculturalism and how that mass un un uncontrolled uh, migration and 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 lack of uh, lack of uh, um, uh, uh, you know civility in the country uh, and that the police are not doing their job and, and i I saw her as a, as 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 a as a hero when I yes, mentioned that yes. because she she had the nerve to come out and say whatever but what most thinking people are really uh, most people but they really, really believe or yep. what they really believe and think well guess what happened this week the prime minister Rishi Sunak fired her right now this is the conservative party not the Labour Party, where Jeremy Corbyn, that that communist and and Jew hater who who had run the Labour Party, this is the conservative. This is Margaret Thatcher's party. This is Winston Churchill's party. And this 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 coward, Prime Minister Rishi Sunak, he he didn't like the optics of Ms. Uh, of Ms. Braverman and what she said, meaning telling the truth. And he, as they say in Britain, he sacked her. Right. Right, he certainly did, and uh, of course, you know, she she uh, had the temerity to speak the truth, okay. and it crossed the line, and he wasn't going to put up with it. Now I can't believe the uh, the implications. By the way, we have not heard the last from Suella Braverman. I, I don't. I agree. I don't think so. I think uh, at some point, you know, politics is politics. But uh, yeah, uh, she she. Uh, I think she has a very strong following over there because yes. she because she has she has courage, you know, yes. courage and, and as we all know, and a courage in a politician is so rare, few and far between. As you've mentioned a lot recently, uh, the courage of someone like a Churchill. Uh, you know, to 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 stand up for what's right, and not just what's polit yeah. politically expedient. So well, maybe maybe Ms. Uh, Ms. Braverman uh, does have a good future to hopefully hold the Conservative Party to its principles. Yes, and and you know, I'm I'm hopeful, and I just want to mention this en passant before you uh, give us a a good hero to send us out this week, uh, encouraged and uh, with a a note of affirmation in our in our minds and in our spirits. But, uh, you know, as long as we're talking about uh, some knuckleheads here along the way, uh, uh, I am so frustrated and irritated with the likes of Representative Rashida Tlaib, Democrat from Michigan, who supports slogans like, from the river to the sea, Palestine will be free, saying that, oh, no, this is not per se anti-Semitic. Now, no, apparently, Philip, the Palestinians haven't gotten the message because in an article from no less than the Ramallah-based poster, Arab World Research and Development, they recently revealed 
that when West Bank and Gaza residents were given a choice between a one-state solution for two peoples, a two-state solution for two peoples, or a Palestinian state from the river to the sea, 74.7% chose give us a Palestinian state from the river to the sea. So Miss Tlaib's glossing over the truth of what from the river to the sea means goes out the window, period. And she, by the way, she is also very connected. It came out this week. Uh, she is also very particularly and specifically connected uh, in, in some of them on Facebook and various, yes. other, various other sites that are absolutely... Um, um, anti-Semitic and uh, and wanting to follow through on from the river to the sea. So to totally so, Hamas you know, supporters. You know she yeah. she loves she loves to be brave and come out and you know and and make her 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 uh, her, her weeping her, her, her weeping her, scenes right her weeping scenes and her bravado statements. But then if you notice in the last few weeks when there was pushback, all of a sudden. You know, she starts twisting the words a little bit. To, well, I wasn't. Well, it wasn't. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And, yeah. you know, if, if you're a hater and you hate Jews, I would rather you would just stop being so mealy-mouthed about it and just, you know, hang on to your... Uh, you know, you know, stand up and 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 say what you believe instead of trying to tap dance around all of that. And yeah, she she yeah. she's a Jew hater. Period. Well, and she's not alone, and it's just stunning to see these people functioning. And I wish we had more uh, 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 spokeswomen, spokespersons like the British Home Secretary Suella Braverman. And by the way, she is my hero for this week, Philip. You've chosen her well, and I know you've got another one for us, so please share it with us and give us a, a good encouraging note here. Well, this goes back to the universities and what's going on with the universities, and most of it is not good. But you know, as yeah, we said, yeah. uh, the the violence and intimidation of uh, Jewish students, and the uh, yeah. and the and the weakness and cowardice of uh, heads of of colleges and universities. Except, uh, I don't know if people know. I didn't know this actually. I just assumed it had been around a long time. Brandeis University, in. Uh, in uh, in Massachusetts was 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 begun founded after uh, World War II. I, I just assumed it was uh, uh, around a long time. Ju named after Judge uh, Brandeis, who was a great Jewish Supreme Court uh, right. justice, and um, and so it's a very Jewish school. Uh, not all you know yeah, students yeah. aren't all Jewish, but it's a it, it, it's yeah. it, it, it's a magnet for Jewish students. It the un. <clears throat> Pardon me. Last week, it became the first private university mm -hmm. to ban the campus chapter of National Students for Justice in Palestine, the, the SJP. Yes. And on that, it was the same day that the president of Brandeis, Ron, Ronald Liebowitz, published an op-ed in the Boston Globe warning that any student organization that participates in anti-Semitism should quote, lose all privileges associated with affiliation at their schools. Now, uh, one of the things that they're, they're, they're not stripping it of their First Amendment rights. This has got to be, this has got to be, uh, uh, you know, put out there. But it is severing its relationship with the student organization. Right. And right. they have a perfect right to do that. And in, in fact, I think they, 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 they could, uh, I guess, it'd be hard to ban it. They would meet in secret anyway. But, but 
but they 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 are severing the relationship and and saying that it is unacceptable today in 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 uh, a time in need of moral clarity and that's uh, what uh, Brandeis and the president Ronald Leibowitz uh, of Brandeis has done Wrong. because the this the the, the S, SJP is a is is a Jew hating uh, yes. uh, pro 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 terror uh, organization and and and, and it's it, and it's working uh, in campuses all over the country. Oh, that's right. That's all right. Of, the, all the, over the, the country. The, the, the SJP's got uh, yes uh, chapters all over the place. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, and 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 God bless uh, Brandeis and and uh, President uh, Leibowitz for. Uh, for for calling for calling for calling it what it is for calling it what it is because the mask of anti-Semitism, of hatred for the Jew, it 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 comes in a lot of different forms, and you see if it was uh, a, a Nazi group on campus with a swastika flag, they would they would be banned, they would be banned. We would, you know, the vast majority of the schools would say, well, we, we can't have a Nazi group on with a swastika and so forth. And we know they're far right people anyway. In the meantime, wearing a different mask, a different guise, but thinking, feeling, believing the same thing, but with these euphemistic sounding students for justice in Palestine on campus, they come in and they're allowed to spew the same hatred and anti-semitism yeah it's 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 whose first amendment rights are you know like you said if if it was a right-wing nazi nazi party at uh any university uh you know they they they, they, their first amendment rights would be would be terminated in in before you can say jack robinson that old thing for i remember from being a kid whoever jack robinson was but 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 if it's on the if if the shoe was on the other foot in this instance you know it, it takes someone of courage to say no 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 not here yeah, it really because does. Because you 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 people you people are concerned about the the destruction and the and and of 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 the Jewish race basically. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely, and not listen, here. Yeah, you can you can go out and you can uh, stand up on a, a street corner and so forth, but we have rules on this campus, and they are the following, and you have to abide by those rules when you join uh, a synagogue or a church or an institution or a college or. A corporation, there is a measure of deportment that uh, just naturally follows. Hey, speaking of courage, by the way, Philip, our friend Alan Barton's outrage uh, is in its last uh, a week of performance there at the Beverly Hills Playhouse. And uh, I know you just saw it, I think, last week. It's just a wonderful play, isn't it? It is. Uh, you know, I had uh, you and I had both read it. Alan was uh, generous enough to send it to each of us, so we would know what we were getting into. <laughs> and I was, I was, I was quite taken with it um, in, in terms of the strength of writing, and that yes. it was, and that he managed to make human statements, um, statements on humanity and friendship and loyalty, in a way that wasn't what happens so much. You and I have discussed this in private, which happens so much in film and theater today, which is this political with political sledgehammer smashed over your head that someone writes something basically, uh, you know, what, what do you call it? Preaching to the audience, um, you mm-hmm. know, preaching to the choir rather. Yeah, 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 and, yeah. um, you know, you saw it op- opening weekend and I saw it last weekend. I was just, I was just 
quite taken with the play. That it was it was beautifully written. It was moving and also challenging. Mm-hmm. I heard some people in the audience. You could feel them, you know, squirming and grumbling. And one <laughs> of the things that Alan had told me um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. is afterwards, people. St- I, I had to leave right away, but uh, after the after the curtain yes. came down. But he said he he was telling me that people would stay around afterwards and and mm-hmm. talk about it. And that's mm-hmm. what that's what great art does. It 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 should encourage, um, you know, thoughtful thoughtful conversation. And 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 it really did. It was just just a wonderful piece of work. And and again, uh, speaking for both of us, thank you again to our uh, old friend uh, uh, Alan Barton. Indeed. For Outrage. For Outrage, which uh, has a show this evening at 8 p.m. And then uh, the final show, I believe, is Sunday, November the 19th. Go to BeverlyHillsPlayhouse.com, BeverlyHillsPlayhouse.com, and you will be able to get your tickets. They'll lead you right where you need to go. That's right. Well, my friends, there it is. The old... School Bell telling us, Philip, it's about that time to say goodbye to all of our listeners for now. And um, folks, um, in way of reminder, regardless of what is going on, and we live in perilous, crazy, topsy-turvy times, we live in a great country. It is a free country. We plan on keeping it that way, and we've got so much to be thankful for. We're thankful for you, dear listener, and I'm thankful for you, Philip. So till we meet again, this is D. Paul Thomas and Philip Charles McKenzie, the early bird. Indeed, the early bird cometh and wake up off the other bird. Tweet, tweet, tweet. Inviting you folks to join us next week for another podcast of Entering Stage Right.